0: Warning the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions.
1: Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust,
0: and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. I'm going die here. Aren't you drinking?
1: I never drink. Why? Fucking dead bastard.
0: And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike, Mike and, and Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> we are friends of dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up.
1: Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Doing pretty good.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> Nothing, huh?
1: Straight simple answer this time.
0: Wow. Short and sweet. I like it. Yeah. Beautiful day today, huh? The first yeah, day it of was. spring was actually a nice spring day. Yeah,
1: it started off a little chilly this morning, but it warmed up.
0: Hell yeah, it was almost sixty degrees. We played outside, we went for a ride. It's nice to get out and not have to be cooped up in isolation just to be in pocket isolation outside, you know?
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, when I was on my way to your house yesterday, I had my windows down, I had my, my sunroof was open, had the
0: music going. Very nice, yes. We got to do the recipe for disaster in person. That was awesome. Like, I can't wait till we can do episodes again together and maybe a special episode. Uh, yeah, we'll talk, talk more about that later, but... One thing I did want to bring up, I don't know how old this is, but someone turned me on to it. The CDC has a zombie apocalypse plan in place.
1: I think I've seen that.
0: I printed a poster and laminated it so I can put it on the man cave wall. Because it's like, get a kit, make a plan, be prepared, CDC. And I mean, the only reason they do it is to get kids excited about... Or not excited. It's pretty... pretty, (laughs) Don't get excited (laughs) about an impending disaster. But to be prepared for when a disaster does strike, it's good to have a plan. The night that I saw that, I came home and at dinner, I was like, all right, just in case the house burns on fire, you know, we're going to do this and this. Jenna's like, hey, maybe we should have talked about this first. You're just scaring the kids. Kids are like, (laughs) is the house going to burn? I'm like, well, no, but, you know, it could at any time. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's when they wake up six times during the night.
0: Is the house on fire yet? Not yet, but thank you for being prepared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into this one because I am super excited for this. This is a recipe for disaster. It is a momentous occasion. This is our 40th episode. Uh-huh. So I'm going to drink a 40. Like like I need an excuse to drink a 40. <laughs>
1: Well, I decided to do another of our recipe, the Grogan. Which was surprisingly good. I didn't hurl my guts out.
0: I was worried that, like, gag reflex would uh, kick in and we'd be puking all over the porch. But no, it it was surprisingly smooth. Maybe that's because I didn't buy, like, shit booze. (laughs) I mean, that could have been a factor. So let's get into it. So this episode we're doing piranha from 1978 a roger corman classic did you just down the grogan oh yeah didn't even get to tell the people what it was and you're already down in the hatch so recipes could have gone many different directions we could have gone with the guts song that plays later in the movie that obviously popped in my head but man cannot live by booze alone so sure they we can. went with well yeah probably The Grogan, which we'll find out later why we did this shot. Scotch, gin, bourbon, and tequila. Tequila. You're not supposed to mix those things together, but it worked. Uh, We did... In small doses. Johnny Walker, New Amsterdam, I believe it was, Jim Beam Black, and Patron. And literally just poured them into a glass and we drank it. And it was actually really good.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't so bad. I mean, most of it was basically just whiskey. Well, half of it was whiskey, and then you have
0: tequila and gin, but. I heavy handed the tequila on that one. Yeah. So for piranha, obviously we should probably try to cook up some piranha. Can I just tell you how hard it is to obtain piranha meat? Apparently, it's impossible. It's not impossible. If you know the right people. Anything is possible. I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. You got to know a guy. Um, people were saying that it's very fishy, so I was not looking forward to it because I'm not a big seafood fan. But it actually wasn't bad at all. No. No, I I agree. It was quite decent. Fried it up in cornmeal because, as you'll find out later, that is the one thing that is keeping Paul Grogan alive. cornmeal and fish so i sprinkled the fish with lowry seasoned salt dipped it in milk then dredged it in cornmeal we fried it up at about 350 degrees for seven minutes and it wasn't bad
1: no i thought it was pretty good and you add the tartar sauce to it delicious yes nice and uh very flaky it
0: was it, it it like i Kind of with the tartar sauce, I kind of made it like a little piranha salad. Mm. It's kind of nice. All right, that out of the way. Well, let's get right into it. Spoilers ahead. While searching for missing teenagers, novice skip tracer Maggie McEwen, Heather Menzies, and local town boozer Paul <laughs> Grogan, Bradford Dillman stumble upon a top-secret army laboratory conducting genetic research on piranha fish for the purpose of developing biological warfare. When the deadly eating machines are accidentally released from the compound, they're soon headed downstream and consuming everything and anything in their path. Just when you thought it was safe to go in the river. So I love how this movie doesn't even pretend to not be a Jaws like ripoff.
1: Universal he tried to sue them.
0: Oh yeah, they, they had a lawsuit in progress and Steven Spielberg got a screening of Piranha And he's the one that was like, nah, cut it out, man. This movie's awesome. (laughs) We're about to put out Jaws 2. And this, I think that might have been the reason behind the lawsuit. Because they were thinking this movie might actually be on par with Jaws 2. But I just
1: thought it was hilarious that Steven Spielberg was the one who's like, dude, just just leave the movie alone.
0: Yeah, and I mean, a lot of horror heavy hitters in this. Piranha features a stellar group of talent in front of, as well as behind the camera. The top-notch cast of cult stars includes Kevin McCarthy, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Barbara Steele, Black Sunday, Belinda Belasky, The Howling, Dick Miller, from every fucking thing Dick Miller is in, and Paul Bartell, Death Race 2000. Piranha is director Joe Dante's second film. He would go on to direct Gremlins and Small Soldiers, to name a couple. Producer John Davison went on to produce the blockbusters RoboCop and Starship crew, Troopers. Not groupers. Not groupers. We're not trying to fish pun you to death here. <laughs> although that will probably happen. The film also features a thrilling soundtrack by Pino Donaggio. Dressed to kill Carrie and Dante's The Howling. Well, awesome movie that you wouldn't expect to be so awesome because, I mean, it was one of many movies that came out kind of on the coattails of Jaws, but it just happened to hit right, man. It hit different. It was, it's awesome. I saw it as a kid and I loved it. I've loved this movie for so long. Can we
1: also mention that the makeup artist was 17?
0: Yeah. So that, that's an awesome fact to get into. So the original makeup artist was Rick Baker. Yeah. Everybody knows because he's got an Oscar for an American werewolf in London. So he's like, ah, I can't do this. So we'll get Rob Bottin on this. And he was only 17 years old. I was watching a behind the scenes thing last night. And it's just crazy. It's this kid who will go on to do the thing. He's the dude from the thing.
1: He did the thing. He ended up doing Robocop. He did a uh, total recall. Dude has quite the resume.
0: Awesome stuff, man, for a movie with rubber fish.
1: <laughs> on a stick.
0: Rubber fish on a stick. Oh, we could have done that for a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm still working on the sound effect. We will get it, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. So, Piranha, 1978. So, it kind of opens up. These two, this this couple is hiking through the woods. Like, they're going down this trail. They go through a fence that says no trespassing. So, obviously, what's the first thing
0: you do? A little law-breaking will do you good. That's true. or Well, not always. Not always. It did not do them good.
1: It did not. So, I believe one was Barbara, and I I can't remember, was it Paul? Was, uh, David. David was the other guy.
0: Barbara and David.
1: Barbara and David. Uh, they come across, like, a pool, and so they decide. Which
0: everyone keeps calling a pond.
1: yeah. It there's cement. It's one of those cement ponds.
0: Yeah. You know, like the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, but like perf- perfect setting. Obviously, nighttime. You get a full moon. Let's get wet.
1: Yeah. So they they go for a swim, and immediately boobs
0: and accidental bush. Yeah. Wanna...
1: And of course, like immediately as soon as you know she jumps in the water, a fisheye kind of opens.
0: It's like real mm, quick. W- what is awakening? Yes. So she
1: pushes David in and she jumps in and then all of a sudden he's like what the hell? He's like you bit me. What are you talking about? I didn't bite you. So you see like the little fish like start to like swim like towards them. And then they just they just attack him. They attack Barbara, but you don't really see that. And like a light goes on in this building and there's a guy just watching.
0: Yeah, yo, creep factor like whoo. Right.
1: So obviously He's just like, I ain't going to help them. Like, they're on their own.
0: Fucking assholes. Now, so, like I said, I saw this movie really young. So, it always kind of freaked me out when we'd be, like, hopping fences and uh, swimming in people's pools and stuff. Do you ever do that? Like, random people's pools? Yeah, yeah. You, like, fence hop and, like, go into a pool. No, no, I never did that. I was always worried that there might be piranha, like someone's experimenting at all. You're
1: not worried about the homeowner coming out and like calling the cops on you, you're worried about fucking piranhas.
0: (laughs) That's another fun fact I want to bring up. Only two people in this movie call them piranhas, (laughs) which supposedly is the correct way to pronounce it, piranha, and that will be the last time I say piranha, because I don't like it. I'm going to say piranha. Nobody should say piranha. Unless you're Kevin McCarthy because then you could do whatever the fuck you want. This is true. Or Barbara Steele cuz she could do whatever the fuck she wants too. This is true. They've earned the right to say funny things.
1: <laughs> so, we go to the title screen. Now this is a cool ass title screen. Yeah, it was, you know, wavy like water and then like the titles red and then it turns the water red. That was that was pretty badass.
0: Yeah, and not cheesy at all. No. So, it's now, 1978.
1: It's, I thought it was great for 1978. So, someone is playing an arcade game called Jaws.
0: It was actually called Shark Jaws. Yes, Shark Shark Jaws. Shark was in like tiny letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was probably better than like the Nintendo version that that I had, which that game was terrible. I loved the Nintendo game. It's so frustrating.
0: It was very hard. It was. It was kind of well. It was like a mashup of like Jaws and Jaws Revenge.
1: Yeah, because the end of the game, you had to like like freaking stab the shark with the boat.
0: Yeah, you had to like hit the button to make it jump out of the water and then hit it with the mast. Yeah. No, I re- I really liked it, man. Yeah. I never killed Jaws though. Nope.
1: It's like Mike Tyson. It's a it's a thing that doesn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so we're at like a car rental place, and this this older guy is like renting a Jeep. And so the girl that's playing the game, this is Megan, Maggie, Maggie,
0: Maggie Maggie. McEwen. She is a skip tracer. They find missing people. She is part bloodhound, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. She says that, but yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So she's obviously, she's been hired to look for these people. You know, like she said, she's part bloodhound and then all of a sudden can't find her, her plane ticket. And, of course, like, the dude's, like, holding it in his jacket pocket. So we have, is it Jack? Was it Jack the old guy who delivered all the booze?
0: Yeah. Can I just say, like, side note, I love Jack. Jack reminds me of this really chill, classy Irish guy I knew that worked at Trader Joe's for a while. So he's (laughs) always rocking these, uh, like, Hawaiian-type shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Mad cool dude.
1: Yeah, so Jack delivers Paul Grogan. I thought it was going to be, like, groceries or something like that. So he brings up all this stuff. It
0: was groceries. Okay. In the form of, like, booze. Scotch. Gin. Bourbon. And tequila! tequila! And, man cannot live by booze alone, cornmeal. Which we (laughs) use to fry the piranha. Exactly.
1: So, you know, Jack was... Saying how much he loves like the
0: lake area and, and the river and all that stuff. Yeah, he's uh, like, you know what? The river wakes me up in the morning, gives me a bath, does my laundry, gives my dinner, puts me to sleep real gentle. I got my river, got brandy. So brandy's his dog. So yeah, there's, there's booze all over this fucking movie. Exactly. He's like, Paul, what you got up here? Without a beat, Paul's like, I got scotch, gin. Barbend and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not a drunk at all.
1: No, not not at all. And it cuts to Maggie, who's like off-roading her jeep and overheats the thing. And so she shows up at Paul's place, and she's just like the door's just wide open. Yeah, just come on in. He's you know eating his his fish lunch or dinner or whatever it is. Um, says she works for a skip tracing company. Well, his first reaction
0: is, did my ex send you? Yeah, he's like, oh man, I'm in trouble. What did I do? Yeah,
1: he just seems very cold, very eager to get rid of her. Gives her, you know, a couple places to look. One of them being the army test site that's been closed for about five or six
0: years. Well, the first thing he says is, well, if they drowned, they're going to wash up at the end of the river. You're looking at the wrong end. You are, (laughs) you're the wrong end. He's all like, excuse me? They kind of have a little like back and forth. Their back and
1: forths are pretty funny. So yeah, he gives her places to look.
0: Be, she, he once he mentions the army test site, she's like, "All right, cool. You're gonna take me up there." He's like, uh, "No, I'm not." Next shot, they're going. <laughs> they're
1: driving. <laughs> they're going up there. They pull up to the site. Of course, she smashes the lock that's like holding the gate together with a with a
0: hatchet. Right, and he had mentioned he took a hike up there with his ex-wife so many years ago. And the fences were electrified. There were guard dogs and like high security. Now it's just a walk you can just break and walk in.
1: Yeah. Paul just, I mean, he just seems very unimpressed
0: uh, with all this.
1: You know, follows with his canteen. Oh my
0: God. That canteen is awesome. And he's (laughs) like, they're like walking down a hill and you can see that he's stumbling to catch up. Oh yeah, to her absolutely. It is it is pretty funny.
1: Yeah, they follow this walkway. They 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 find the pool that the uh, the, the couple were swimming in, and a locket with the the initials B R, which is
0: Barbara's initials. Reynolds, I think maybe. I, I don't know. I just I just made up an R name. Yeah, it could be.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Good guess though. Yeah. Uh, Paul sticks his hand in the water, and of course, like the fish start to chatter
0: a little bit. Oh my God, I love this moment. So he puts his hand in the water, and you're like, oh, my God, the piranha. And then he he pulls his hand up real quick, and you're like, "Oh, is he bit? He's like, damn, this shit's cold cold as fuck.
1: Exactly. They go into this building. It's like a lab. There's all sorts of weird
0: shit in this lab. There's a rat maze for fish. Yes. Now, that is super cool. Yeah. There was a lot of really cool stuff that uh, got underused That they had planned on using, if maybe they didn't run out of money or time, there was shit walking around. There was like a swimming komodo dragon type of looking thing. Well,
1: there was there was like a piranha on like with legs, like running around, like and then we never saw it again.
0: So exactly, so that was supposed to somehow mutate and grow bigger, (laughs) and it was gonna start eating people. I'm kind of glad they ran out of money because that would have been
1: stupid. It would have been Godzilla fish.
0: I thought it was really cool that it was in the movie for two seconds and then never thought of it again. Yeah, it just no, goes uh, to show you that they were fucking around with stuff that shouldn't have been fucked around with. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I wonder what that's going to be. And then we never found out what that's going to be. Uh, but there yeah. was a coffee on the table that was still warm. So they knew somebody was was
0: there. You know, obviously, I mean, there's animals in cages. There was a rabbit. So obviously, there's someone there feeding right. the animals. and Yeah, but the the coffee was still warm, so someone is close by somewhere. Yes.
1: Uh, Paul calls her over because he's... So I called it like this dinosaur fish that was like in the tube or whatever that was. I wrote down
0: abomination fish. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was... Oh, I feel bad for that thing, man. It just shouldn't exist. No kidding. So
1: he basically thinks it's time to leave. Now, Megan finds Barbara and David's belongings, so there's like a backpack, and she finds a switch, and she wants to drain the pond.
0: Yes. Why not? Fuck it. Let's do it. It's the fastest way to find their bodies, because, Right. Uh, oh, what a nice line of business, he says, as she suggests that, well, it hasn't been long enough for their bodies to float to the top.
1: <laughs> but apparently somebody thought it was a bad idea.
0: Yeah, Dr. Hope comes out of nowhere. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah,
1: there's a scuffle, there's an alarm, and then he basically just knocks him out. And then Paul asks for, like, like a sip of water, and then like he takes a no, sip. No, 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 no.
0: Oh, so, <laughs> Maggie asks for a oh, sip Maggie, of his, yeah. his canteen, and That's he goes, right. it's not water. Oh, and she right. takes a sip, she's like, God damn, <laughs> what that's the right. fuck are you drinking? That's the Grogan. Yes.
1: So, like, they're wa- like, washing hands, like, it, it, apparently it's salt water. So that, that pool was salt water.
0: Right. Mental note.
1: So I guess that whole place used to be, like, a fish hatchery. They end up draining the pool, which, that shit drained quick.
0: Yeah. Do you know how long it takes for me to drain like the little blow up pool that i have in the yeah. backyard. Yeah. It takes a long fucking time.
1: Yeah, this was this was like almost instant and then they you know they go into the into the the pool, they find like the skeletons. So and it's obvious. crazy
0: cuz he goes, "What is that a dog?" <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of dogs you've been looking at. But that's a motherfucking pelvis right there. <laughs> like, come on, dude. It's like a, it's like a, a 6 foot dog. You, you know what else was gone? Their Jeep. Yeah. Dr. Hoke stole the Jeep. Yeah, Dr. Hoke, that's, that slippery fish.
1: And and then he managed to flip the fucking thing.
0: Yeah, so obviously he's got like a concussion or something. He's all fucked up. He's kind of got blurry eyes. They've got a cracked windshield. It's just not the yeah. ideal condition to escape down a mountain. Uh, he Tiger Woods that shit. Oh, dude. Oh. That, was, that That wasn't cool, bro. Hey, too soon. We'll say he normed it.
1: <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they bring him back to Paul's place.
0: <laughs> they bandage him and tie him up.
1: <laughs> uh and so he starts screaming,
0: like, razor teeth! You let them, you let them out. They breed like flies. So oh, he's fun a- fact. I actually read an article today that it stated that. Flies don't even take the time to check the gender on the other fly that they're going to fuck. (laughs) They just go at it. They're like, who cares? Eh."
1: Half the time, it's another dude fly, and it's like, where are my babies? (laughs) Oh, flies. Uh, Silly things. (laughs) So Paul and Maggie, they're they're starting to have a talk, and she's starting to ask personal questions you know, what happened with this marriage is getting to know you, you know, this daughter and like, and all, and all that stuff. She's being awfully
0: nosy. And apparently that's how she flirts because when he finally offers her the blanket, she goes, I've been trying to hit my way under the covers for five minutes. And, and that's it's not that long. No. I mean, she could have just took on her, took off her top. No. It's heavily good. implied. There's a little giggity, giggity action. The novelization says Yes. Yes. There yeah. definitely was. There
1: absolutely was. So the next morning, you know, she's snooping around, like, his pictures and stuff like that. Now they need to bring Dr. Hoke to,
0: you know, to town. Yeah, he a... need, like, what, what if his skull's cracked or he's got a concussion or... Yeah, right.
1: So they're going to bring him on a Huck Finn raft.
0: Oh, yeah. So he, he read his daughter... Paul read his daughter, Huck Finn, and they built this raft. They cut down the law... Lo- like, this raft is insane. It was so nice put together. No nails. I yeah, no nails. It was all uh... it was all lashing. Yeah, yeah unfortunately.
1: <laughs> but he never tried it. So this is this is the first try.
0: Well, he never tried it because his daughter's scared, scared of the, the water. water. Right. But that's such a sweet thing for them to do. I I thought that was really cool. Right.
1: So now we meet the daughter, Susie. She's just kind of sitting on the dock. She's playing,
0: you know, sticking her feet in the water. This is where the song comes in. Great green gobs of greasy, <laughs> grimy gopher guts Mutilated monkey meat Hairy, pickled piggy feet French fried eyeballs Floating in some kerosene And me without a spoon <laughs> Glad we got piranha meat Because that would have been a gross recipe to eat.
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of our counselor friends you know comes over and you know she's trying to comfort her you know you got to do the like the swimming test or whatever it is but she's scared of you know what's in the water and this is where we meet mr du- was it mr dumas
0: mr dumont played mr by dumont Paul Mr. Dumont. Bartel. my
1: favorite character of this movie
0: what a oh my God. dick he's this guy so... is yeah he's a bigger
1: dick than
0: dick miller <laughs>
1: Uh, He was a pretty big dick in this
0: movie. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. So he comes over and gives you know Susie the pep talk. And do you want to be the one that loses it for your team for the minnows?
0: You you gotta have intestinal fortitude. You know what that means, Grogan? Guts. That's right. What are you scared of? Things. What things? Fish. Fish don't eat people. People eat fish. Grogan. You could say that line comes around to bite him in the... (laughs) I'd say ass, but it was his face.
1: It was. It was kind of all over. Yeah, so something must have happened in her, her past that she's obviously terrified of the water.
0: Now, I don't say necessarily something happened. So when I was probably around her age, we were at Boy Scout camp, and I almost went through the exact same thing as her. Like, I... I didn't like going underwater. I could swim. So to like get to the next level of my like swim badge or yeah. swim test or whatever, whatever the hell it was, I had to actually swim underwater for, for like an amount of time. And it took me a minute to get there because I was just like, no, fuck that. All. I put my head underwater. water. Why? I don't know. It fucking <laughs> freaked me out. But then I finally did it and it was, it was no big deal.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's scary. It's a scary thing.
0: Uh, yeah, for a little kid, I, I don't think there ha- necessarily has to be trauma involved. I think it was just uh, just a thing. Yeah. A kid thing.
1: Yeah, so, so Mr. Dumont's walking away. He just turns around and goes, Grogan,
0: guts. Guts.
1: <laughs> so we go back to our friend Jack, who's chilling with his dog, Brandy. <laughs> he's
0: fucking hammered.
1: Oh, uh, he's shit-faced. He's just... Dangling his
0: feet and he's fishing. He's happier than a pig and shit. He's telling this really horrible joke about losing your head over all that old piece of tail. <laughs> and, and then he's like, what? You don't get it? That's <laughs> supposed to be a joke. And the dog's just looking at him like, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but so Brandy starts getting a little, little worried. And here come the fish. They start beating, like eating his feet. Bye, Jack.
0: You could just take your feet out of the water. You you could, but it it looked like an old ass dock, so maybe he did get pulled in. We won't know exactly what happened. Yeah,
1: we we Sadly. just we just saw the little fish on a stick attacking the feet. <laughs> so then we're back on the raft with with Paul and Maggie. Now they're trying to get info from Doctor Hope, and of course Maggie puts her hand in the water, and he's like, quickly,
0: like you know, don't you don't do that. Yeah, so he was very stoic. He wasn't giving them any information. As soon right. as she's like starts like treading her hand in the water, he he starts speaking up. Oh, it speaks, and then they get information out of him. He's like carnivorous fish, piranha, piranha. Yes.
1: So I guess when she drained the pool, she you know
0: she let the fish loose.
1: Yeah, she felt she basically let the fish loose, and of course they they hear Brandy barking at the at the dock and they see jack's hat on the ground and then there's jack laying near a tree with his bone feet
0: oh oh my god like that that makeup work the special effects for this this uh gag was really good his like bone ass legs
1: again a 17 year old
0: yeah and like you can see some behind the scenes footage of them like spraying him with blood so they basically dug holes for him to put his real legs in yeah. So they get the the skeleton legs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah.
1: So obviously Paul's upset because that's, you know, a friend of his. And goes he goes for the shovel because he's, you know, he's going to bury
0: him. Yeah, he, he wouldn't want to be buried in town. So, the, yeah, very touching. Probably dude's only friend.
1: Yeah, probably. So we're back at the camp, and Susie is throwing darts at a dartboard that has Mr. Dumont's face on it. Dumont darts. Dumont darts, yes you know she's she's trying to get out of this this swim thing yeah. and her her counselor friends like you know what we're going to we're going to fake betsy she's going to we're going to fake an injury
0: kind of thing really sweet
1: yeah no she, she was actually seemed like a very nice counselor now we have a father and son who are fishing in a canoe and the dad has his arm in the water like he's like his line the line got snagged on something yeah the, kid,
0: the kids even kind of roasting him he's like Dad, I thought you'd been fishing your whole life. Like, what's the problem? And the dad's like, ah, you know, when when I was a kid, we made our own nuts and they, they weren't crap like this, this shit is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so he has his arm in the water and, of course, become, you know, his arm becomes piranha bait and then the canoe flips. The kid jumps on top of it.
0: Kids just completely in shock.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that that one hit the feels a little bit. That that had to suck.
0: <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, that had to suck watching your father <laughs> get devoured. And, like, the water around you turns into, like, a bubbling cesspool of blood. Piranha. Piranha.
1: <laughs> and we're back to Maggie, Paul, and the doctor. And they're getting more information out of him. He's basically telling them that the government paid them to raise radiation infused fish operation razor teeth
0: right they were weaponizing the fish to ruin vietnamese river systems and when the you know the vietnam war ended they basically just poisoned the water but some survived the mutants resisted poison they ate their dead and began to breed little, horny little fishies no kidding. So now there's thousands.
1: So, the, so, so basically... they
0: the <laughs> People are like, man, they'd be fucking like rabbits. Now I'm going to start saying, they'd be fucking like piranhas.
1: <laughs> so the goal is to basically stop them from opening the dam so that you know the kids are safe at the camp because the camp is down like on the other end.
0: Oh, yeah. So there's a new lake and there's a dam. Yes. If we haven't mentioned that because they didn't mention it. <laughs> until just now. Yeah. So uh, like the doctor's like pissed. He's like you're blaming me for this. No fucking shit. No kidding. I'm just a scientist. I'm just the guy that get paid to do the thing. But he's right in in a way because if he was the he's guy told. to get paid, yeah. they would have just paid someone else. Right.
1: He's just doing what they were what he was told to do. Right. So and he's like
0: you're blaming me. You're the one that pulled the fucking plug. Which is also true. <laughs> it's very true. So when so kids, when you're you're hopping fences and swimming in, you know, people's backyards don't drain their pool without their permission
1: it's true there's a reason why he said don't do it what
0: are you doing
1: yeah so they come across the kid he's chilling well chilling he's on top of the canoe
0: (laughs) it's the opposite of chilling
1: yeah no so he he's on top of the canoe and of course like the doctor gets concerned he actually has like this moment
0: this was his uh redemption right
1: and dives into the water And as he gets to the canoe, you know, the fish, the piranha get to him. And as he's helping the kid, the kid actually gets onto the raft. But obviously, the doctor does
0: not make it. He makes it back onto the raft, but he's very chewed up. He's in trouble. He's in bad
1: shape. So they go back to the camp where Mr. Dumont finds his dart picture, which he's not so happy about. Yeah, so the the fish are now following the raft on the river and now they're eating at the Because
0: Dr. Hoke his hand is is in the water. He's basically just dead. His hand is in the water. He's just bleeding everywhere through the raft. Through his hand. There's just a blood trail that the piranha are like, Mmm, something smells good.
1: Yeah, so the so the piranha are basically following this trail of blood. They're picking apart at the at the rope, the lashing of the of the raft, and they actually find a way to, like, keep the fish, like, at babe, and they somehow make it to land.
0: Because well, they dump the body.
1: <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah.
0: So, yeah, so the whole raft is coming apart, and they're like, oh, what the fuck? They basically, see a Hoke. Peace. <laughs> like, and, use him as a distraction. Right. But you got to, like, think. So this has to be a huge-ass school of fish. Because oh, yeah. they've, they've eaten a lot. You think at some I point get they'd full be and I want to take a nap. No, no kidding. Like no, they, they just eat and they want to eat more. Right. They make it to
1: land. Paul takes off to get to the dam.
0: <laughs> I I just wrote dam, but I wrote like like damn, not dam.
1: <laughs> so this made me laugh. So
0: damn, too late.
1: Paul had mentioned that what are they? They open the dam like every two
0: weeks or something like that. He said every so often to keep the the level of the lake right. It point.
1: just so happened that this was the exact time that this was gonna that they were opening the dam.
0: It's called suspense, Jeremy.
1: It's very unlikely.
0: I'd like to slap you with the fish on a stick. <laughs> so the guy just say in the dam is funnily watching a cartoon <laughs> of a fish on a hook. <laughs> yes. And then it cuts to the car the the commercial Lost River Lake, Book Gardner's Aquarena. Blah 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 blah. Arcade Amusement RV Park. America's Playground. Now, I don't know if you've ever been there, but technically, Atlantic City is America's Playground. That's like their catchphrase. Not phrase. anymore. Well, I mean, it's still their catchphrase. Yeah. I,
1: I, I haven't been there personally, but I know a couple of people that have been there the last couple of years, and it's like a ghost town.
0: So, I went there... Oh, my God. I don't even want to say how many years ago. And it was so much fun. And then I went there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, a long time ago. And it was so much fun. But you could see, like, whole blocks completely empty, like, decrepit buildings. and
1: Yeah, no, this was probably about five years ago. Yeah, they and... just
0: they just knocked down the, the Trump Casino. Yeah. Like, uh, last month, I think. Uh, So yeah, so
1: he's watching the cartoons, he gets the Buck Gardner commercial, Paul gets to the guy, and then here comes the government motorcade.
0: Yeah, like, they came, like, pretty heavy-handed for this uh, tall tale, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
1: So obviously, they don't really believe him, so... I mean,
0: they, all right, so yeah, they don't really believe him. She's just like, so this is where we meet Barbara Steele's character, Dr. Mengers. Yes. If that's how you say her name. And the colonel. And the colonel, yes. Not Colonel Sanders. No. Colonel Waxman, I believe. Yes. And uh, she's just like, Uh, You're talking science fiction. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. What are you, a fucking crazy person? And they have like a lamb leg, like a giant lamb leg. They have like tied to rope, throw it in the water. And they like have it a timer. They're like, okay, two minutes, pull it in. And it's all chewed up. And Uh like... Not even a change of expression. And, you know, they're like, okay, let's poison the river. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's let's join forces.
0: Yeah. Obviously, we can't let you go and just go around, you know, talking to people. Like, this is obviously 1978. This is the day before YouTube and yeah. social media. So I'm not worried about them tweeting, like, conspiracy theories. But they're like, we can't afford to have you talking to people. So why don't you come on our team? <laughs> so
1: Paul's explaining I guess there's a new there's there's like a way to get to the other side of the dam.
0: Right. There's a there's a runoff that still feeds into into the lake. Right. And the dam is just where the bulk of the water is. Right. And
1: Dr. Mangers thinks that the, the fish are just like stupid. Stupid fish. And this we also find out that she was involved with Doctor Hoke.
0: Oh yeah she was. <laughs> Bob was a dreamer. <laughs>
1: He and her got it
0: on. Whoa. I wish you guys at home could see how Jeremy, <laughs> like, emphasized that. He, like, fisted the air. Double-fisted the air, if you will. Bah! Bah!
1: Bah! Channeling my inner Chris Farley
0: right there. Aw. Like,
1: her, him, and Veronica
0: on A lot of these people are dead in this movie. Yeah. Very sad.
1: Actually, the two main characters died within months of each other.
0: I think it was weeks.
1: Well, IMDb said months, but yeah, it was probably, I mean, it was, it was within like a three It was the same period.
0: year. Yeah. So it's just sad. Sad, sad, sad. So anyway, so. Yeah, they're, they're, the government is not letting our two fools go. They're going to, oh, well, let's secure you a tent for the night. basically <laughs> means you're kidnapped. Right.
1: They're, I mean, they're hell bent on keeping this hush hush. They're in a guarded tent. Of course, now they're plotting an escape, and you know they need a distraction. But what if, what if he's, what if he's gay? Wow, well, then like, I'll
0: distract him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, So Maggie goes out to like flirt with the guy. It's like, are you gay? What the fuck did you ask me? Look,
0: Superman. And she flashes someone else's boobs. Yes, stunt. This boobs. is a this is a really f- funny story. So she she's already been in Playboy, but for some reason she thinks her husband might get offended if she shows her boobs to this scene. So they actually held a sort of casting contest, and they were at a holiday inn, and at like the bar there, they basically just hired the waitress. She was the Mm -hmm. first one to show them their boobs. She said, you
1: hired! Those are fine. Those will do! So they tackle the guard, take the jeep, and then... Paul places a call to Mr. Dumont, and this scene was hilarious.
0: All right, first thing I want to say I'm loving the little Easter eggs that they left in the movie. So, Paul is asleep, and he's got a newspaper. Yeah. And the newspaper says the headline Dogs Tear Up Newborn Baby. Yes. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? So, did you read the other headlines?
0: Uh, the, the other ones from the tabloid later.
1: Well, no, on that same paper, there was one that said, Big Rattler Bites Teen, Shotgun Killer Evades Home. Uh, There was another one that I couldn't quite read. Hmm. But I don't know. I thought it was funny. I wrote all those down. Nice. So, yeah, Grogan calls uh, Mr. Dumont. And, of course, he's just like, he wants to talk to his daughter. And he's like, Grogan, you're probably drunk. And no, you can't see your daughter. She's probably drunk, too.
0: Very funny. The quote is kind of correct yeah, a little misleading because he wasn't actually talking about the daughter being drunk so he, he was saying uh, grogan you're drunk no i don't want to talk to her she's probably drunk too talking about maggie okay it's like, yeah, yeah. Very, very very funny paul Bartel is just a fucking hilarious dude <laughs> so
1: sober up grogan and fly
0: right <laughs>
1: <laughs> they head to the camp
0: and they get pulled over of course why not? And I loved this because it was like, whoop, whoop. And they give him the whole the whole talk. And <laughs> what's going to happen if you get pulled over in the middle of the night and you're talking to a cop about Piranha? The the cop is like, I, I loved his pronunciation. <laughs> piranha, huh? <laughs> hey, aren't you grogan? <laughs> and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. My <laughs> reputation precedes me.
1: Apparently it doesn't pay to be the town drunk. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this case. Uh, so they take him in, and you know he gets his one phone call. He calls the colonel, and... No,
0: no, no, no. They don't get a phone call. The, the cop actually called the colonel. Okay. That doesn't count. It's like, can I get my one phone call? Sure. I'm going to call <laughs> my boss. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, can I call someone? No, no, no. You can't. Fuck you. You're in jail.
1: That's right. So he, the, so he calls the colonel, and he's told to keep them inside.
0: And don't let them talk to anyone.
1: Back at the camp,
0: they're... They're
1: telling the scary, typical scary stories around a campfire.
0: Witches and demons Mm. tearing up eyelids like uh, that was like some intense shit. And I was waiting to see the campfire, but I think the budget didn't (laughs) have it in it for a fire. (laughs) No. So
1: now it changes to a monster movie that the cop is watching. And now the colonel calls Buck. And this is where we see Dick Miller for the first time.
0: Yeah. We've already seen Dick Miller. Well, I mean,
1: other than, I mean, like in in real life. Like I know we saw him in the commercial.
0: (laughs) We saw him in real life. Yeah. So the Colonel's spinning a whole hoax story and now he's getting Dick Miller to spin the same story. We find out that the Colonel is a silent partner. Yep. This whole lake thing is a big money grab. Yeah. Piranha, probably not the best thing to be in a lake. On your opening day, yeah.
1: Now there's there's two counselors just kind of chilling near the water.
0: Yeah, well, so it's uh, it's Betsy and her friend. Yeah. And one
1: challengers challenges her to a like a race, declining. You know, she feels like something's kind of off. And of yeah, course, but... they're they're greeted by Mr. Dumont.
0: Yeah, but first, Betsy did start taking her top off. There was she did. a s- slight glimpse.
1: Yes, she did. Uh, but Mr. Dumont comes down. He's, you know, saying like, oh, some, I hear, I've heard there were campers like, you know, like leaving their cabins or whatever, like on the other side they're, of the
0: lake. or what, They're going for a midnight swim. No, so they brought up the... The, the girls did. Yeah, the, uh, the across the lake. So right. they're like, oh, we heard something over there. He looks that way. They throw some rocks in the water. He's like, what was that? Oh, I think they were across the lake. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we were having a moment. Yeah. There's, There's always, always tomorrow.
1: Tomorrow. And in the cell, with Maggie is you know, like kicking the sink pipe, and she's like smashing the toilet. They're, they're basically like playing, trying to get out. They bait the cop.
0: Oh, that I I loved this. So she's kicking the uh, the, the what drain. You call it the, 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 the sink trap. So she kicks that out, runs the water, so it's pouring all over the place. She smashes the toilet lid, and puts that into like a shirt. And Paul's like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, oh, this dude, Mo Schneider, used to whip his dick out all the time and get arrested, and he kept trying to use this to break out of jail. Well, did it work? Never. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, I love the cool, like, tags on the wall. You, know, you got that S that everyone learns that everyone to graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> and the cop has the, the the piranha tabloid. It says, Piranha, don't leave many clues. <laughs>
1: Which, which was, like, funny because it was, like, you know, they bait the cop to come in there and try and, like, fix it. She's like, oh, I'm not good at, like, fixing things. Dude, you're a prisoner. Why are you trying to fix shit?
0: Well, it's because she fucked it up. No, I, so I she's know. Trying to, I mean, it was, good, it was a good ploy. It, like it was it. a it's good very ploy. Very creative. It definitely was. But so like so she smashes she... this old dude in the head, and he has, like, the funniest fall I've ever seen. <laughs> it was like this old guy rolling into, like, a like a bag of feathers. <laughs>
1: And of course she could can't get his keys without taking his pants
0: off. Yeah, I thought you could get a man's pants off faster than that.
1: Uh, yeah, and then she she tossed uh she tossed the pants like at the other cop.
0: Yeah, real real subtle. So so they finally escape. For some reason they keep the keys and the pants and a, another cop randomly at another location is like walking out of a like coffee like a shop diner. with donuts. Yeah. And and they throw the pants at him. There's no need for them to do that no, Why it's hilarious why Garner that at- attention, yeah, but, it, it's,
1: but it was it's still hilarious funny. uh so we're at opening day of the ocarina it has a very um very jaws feel to it, you know like all the the people are happy they're they're vibrant, and of course like buck Gardner is like my equivalent to like the mayor where it's just like yes.
0: everything's great,
1: everything's fantastic.
0: We're keeping the beaches open,
1: <laughs> yes. So, and, like, for the, like, the ribbon cutting thing, they gave, like, this kid, like, cardboard, scissors.
0: Oh, it's like she made them an art class or right. something, and they're just not <laughs> just working, like... and Dick Miller's just like, okay, fuck it, <laughs> and he just rips the ribbons. <laughs> hey, we're open.
1: Now, at the camp, we have the the archery range. Now it's time for the swim competition, and there's, like, some random kid that has, like, he's, like, faking an arrow, like, through the body.
0: Oh, I love the little arrow <laughs> gag. Well, like, that kid is going to... He's gonna do things. He's, he's going places. Uh,
1: so they all gotta line up and buddy up. And Paul and Maggie are speeding in the cop car.
0: <laughs> I love how you say speeding, cause they're probably not going fast. They sped up the film so it looks ridiculous. <laughs> it did look ridiculous. And, and he, all of a sudden, he's like, "Saltwater!" Oh, and he has like a revelation. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, saltwater. They can live. In freshwater and salt water, warm and cold. Oh my god, these fish can do it all
1: <laughs> So actually just like you said, um, Paul remembers that like well, water was the water was salt water at the plant. Now the piranha are freshwater fish,
0: now they're headed for the ocean. They want to get to the ocean. And then they will be able to go up every river in the country. There will be nowhere to contain them. No. Now, all the kids jump in the water, and Susie's just hanging out
1: reading comics. And uh, Mr. Dumont forces her to, you know, to go, and she just kind of runs away.
0: Yeah, she ends up hiding under a canoe.
1: Paul is driving the cop car. He, like, swerves around.
0: No, no, no. Can we say he actually fishtailed?
1: Uh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> oh, Fish- man,
0: I've been waiting for that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fish-tails, fishtails around like this RV, and... Like, he almost goes off the road, and I have to say, like, obviously, probably a stunt driver, but that was a hell of a recovery.
0: It was totally stunt driver and stunt passenger, because you could see them in the windshield, and they, it's like the whole, uh, Spaceballs joke, you know, when they show the stunt <laughs> You people. captured their stunt doubles!
1: <laughs> it's like Princess Vespa's like a dude in a mustache. Yeah. Yeah, so now it's time for, like, the race, and off they go, like, in the tubes, and Susie's chilling under the canoe. Now they're, they're like, racing, and the fish are now, like, actually biting
0: the kids. Yeah, so the piranha are actually eating kids, which is refreshing, I think, for a horror movie, because not many people go for kids. No. kids hit people in the fields, and go, oh, that's not cool, that's yeah, not usually cool. kids and- are, like, off limit. So, speaking of off-limits, originally, when they got the uh, the Aquarina as a location, there's a swimming pig. And it's Ralph. Ralph the Swimming Pig. And he did all these stunts. He's like, swimming. And they were like, oh my god, just like five minutes from here, we can buy a pig head. How cool would it be to see the pig head floating in the water? And the producer's like, hell no. We do not kill pets. Only people. <laughs> but apparently kids are cool. That's fine. <laughs> no pets, though. No pets. And in the novelization, Brandy actually died, too.
1: Yeah, I read that. So as they're feasting on the tubes and the kids, one flies out of the water and hits Mr. Dumont in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually pretty... That was pretty hilarious.
0: Uh, now, see, I love this scene because so uh, Susie is scared shitless of the water, and she's scared of things she doesn't know, like the unknown, what, what right. could be, what may be lurking in the depths of the water, so she do not want to go into the water. But now that there are actual fish eating everybody, there are monsters in the water, now... She's trying to get into the water to save people. That is a fucking badass. That's a yes. badass move. That's cool as shit. Hero.
1: See, now I looked at it, it almost like she like looked at what was going on and she's just like, "Fuck. Fine, I'll help." And so, you know, she drags Well, she tried t- to drag a canoe, but it yeah, was she way too heavy.
0: It. So she ended up grabbing like an inflatable raft.
1: Right. But like in the meantime, her, you know, her counselor friend, Betsy, Gets pulled into the water, and, like, she's killed. And that was actually oh, pretty sad.
0: That was a sad moment um, when they were, like, kind of grabbing hands, and she yeah. got pulled under.
1: That was, like, her like, only camp
0: friend. Right. And that was actually redone. So they did that kill, and Roger Corman said, More blood. <laughs> and they had to do it again. Ah. Oh, yeah.
1: So Paul shows up. And now we're back at the Ocarina.
0: Well, Maggie tries calling there.
1: Yes. Buck gets a phone call. He ignores it, hangs up on the suitcase phone. So, like, everyone's having fun at the water, at
0: this, you know. Big... They had, so while, while uh, Buck was on the phone, you saw the the pig in the, in the background. You get to actually see Ralph. Yeah. Don't worry. He didn't die. So everyone is kind of, like, having fun. We see, like, this,
1: like, fat dude who's going to sit in his, like, chase lounge like beach chair and like tips that shit over
0: oh loved his lone star beer shirt
1: (laughs) Now buck is he's talking to like his ex and he's he meets with like a senator and current the colonel and dr mengers yeah
0: i i get the idea that a lot of money went into this uh, texas resort yeah there's a senator the colonel's got money in it like this is a huge, like, investment. Yeah, so I guess lot, this was actually, th-
1: this people. was, like, a real place. I guess it actually closed in, like, 1996.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, a, this is a legit place.
1: Yeah, Buck's, like, talking to his ex, he's talking to the senator, the colonel, and Dr. Menger's get on, like, this party boat, but there's a limit of only 18 people.
0: Oh, I thought this was hilarious. So this, <laughs> uh, we'll say larger woman shows up. She's like, hey... <laughs> Um, uh, what, did she, what did she say? She said, Waxman. And he goes, oh, it's Still Colonel. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, Still Colonel. Oh, what's going on? He's like, oh, you ah, know politics. politics <laughs> stupid cow. <laughs> and I love that he called her cow because of the whole uh, rumor behind Piranha. This is yeah. that they can eat a cow in under... You know, a minute or two minutes or three minutes or five minutes, depending on, you know, which rumor you hear. Right. But where the fuck is there going to be a cow in the Amazon? This is where the most of the piranha are, you know, damn.
1: Not too many cows in the rainforest. No. (laughs) Mm.
0: (laughs) So Um, do you you know where uh, the whole that whole bullshit started? I have no clue. Teddy Roosevelt. Of course. He was on some kind of crazy expedition down in the Amazon. And he did witness piranha. Now, piranha will eat things very fast. But what happens is during the dry season, some parts of the river become like little pools. So they get forced to, they're isolated. Oh my God, isolation is all, we can't get, a, we can't get out of it. <laughs> Fuck. I can't wait till this whole shit's over. No But can. anyway, so there's so, so many piranha with so little food that they'll resort to cannibalism. And they'll eat each other. He just made up the whole cow thing. He <laughs> so, did see the fish eating things. But the, the whole yeah. cow thing is bullshit. Yeah.
1: So there's there's a lot of shit going on. There's, like, water skiing. There's or wakeboarding or whatever. And scuba, like scuba diving. Scuba diving. And, like, one dude gets, like, caught in the weeds or something like that. And then, like, they go, like, they go by. There's, like, a floating, like dead guy
0: I was one of the scuba divers
1: yeah and so she like slows down as like like the fish come and of course like there's like this other boat that they like kind of like cross paths and like the second boat hits like the first boat and explodes and
0: (laughs) if you if you watch it closely the explosion happens a tad too early but it was still pretty pretty awesome yeah
1: a little little over the top
0: that that probably wouldn't happen no, but it, it was awesome. I, I love that they blew shit up, because you know what? Every movie can use more explosions. So the next strange. shot of the beach, well, there's some there's some good scenery on the beach. There's a girl reading Moby Dick, yep, which I thought was a really cool thing, especially because they keep cutting to her, and it's like people are being devoured in the water, and she's still like in the middle of the book. He's like, "This is a really good read. Uh, I you know I need to see what happens to this Ishmael character." <laughs>
1: But yeah, as you just said, like the fish found their way to the party, and of course, you know they're hungry.
0: Did you and catch the uh, little shout out there? The first victim at this party was on a yellow raft. Oh. Yeah, very much uh, shout out to to Jaws, Mr. Alex
1: Kintner. So, like the Colonel, Colonel starts to notice. And he's, just,
0: damn it. Yeah. This is like ah fuck. There goes my money right down the drain. And <laughs> it so, was a very like non nonchalant like yeah. Damn it. Ah, it was like Homer, like, don't, don't.
1: <laughs> so Buck's little sidekick or assistant or whatever the hell he is. <laughs> he comes over and interrupts, like, him on the phone. And he's, like, mouthing, he's like, piranhas.
0: I told you not to say that fucking
1: word. He's, well, they're eating the guests, sir.
0: Uh, uh I'm going to have go. to call you back. Uh, this go. seems to be a situation here. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Yeah, and then we get back to nipple,
1: boobs, and blood. Mm. Now the party boat is getting kind of full, and the colonel—he's like, pushing people off the boat.
0: Yo, colonel is a douche.
1: hes, he's just literally. He's, nope. You. Nope, nope. Nope. And um, this,
0: this, honestly, this was a great sequence. Like it's a massacre, but it, like so many effects are going on, yeah. and like Rob Botine and his crew really like pulled off an amazing thing yeah. so uh also visual effects i want to shout out to phil tippet i was watching a behind the scenes thing now lately this might be because of zoom and everything like when you've been watching people from home i love to see what's behind them and it's always a bookshelf so i'm always like "Ooh, what book are they reading yeah. what's this and that this dude this is from 1979 or like 1980 maybe and he's talking from his house, and he's got these shelves behind him, and crammed in the middle shelf, there are two Emmys, two Oscars, and on other shelves are just, like, scattered toys and shit. <laughs> so he's got Emmys and Oscars and toys just, like, kind of fucking scattered. Like, they're not even, like, placed nicely, which kind of, like, my OCD was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, but it was just like, eh, it was just back there with the Legos. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And actually one of those one of those effects of like they're dragging one of the bodies like one of the people like across like the beach. There's like open wounds dragging it like across the sand and I'm literally like like my body hurt.
0: Oh yeah. I'm like, oh that's gotta be terrible. You ever been you ever had sex on the beach and then like you get fucking like sand up in your ass crack and that's... it's like a half hour later on your drive home and you're just like,
1: Oh my god <laughs>
0: And of course um, I can't imagine an open wound, is, is what I'm saying. Exactly.
1: No, I get it. So in goes the colonel, he falls in the water, and of course now he wants help.
0: He does not get it.
1: He does not get it.
0: No. I love the, the like the poof of blood and his hat kinda like floating to the bottom.
1: Yeah. Paul and Megan, I like they go to they they go Maggie. Her Maggie. name is Maggie. Maggie. They go take a boat. And, like, they're going to, like, cap off
0: the outlet. I love you say take a boat like they rented it.
1: <laughs> they did. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: Look well, the keys were in it.
1: <laughs> we'll pay for it later. Now, the control booth
0: is, like, underwater. Like, everything's, like, flooding. What control booth? What are you even talking about? So they have a whole the... refinery bottleneck pollution plant with a refinery that Paul Grogan used to work at. He called it He's... a control booth. He did once they got there. He's talking about the refinery. There's a bunch of trash and shit there. Fine. So we get we get there, and we'll be able to dump all this. We'll pollute the bastards to death. Yes. And they get there. Oh, it's flooded. The control booth is underwater. Yeah.
1: And, of course, like, here comes the cavalry. The cavalry meeting the piranha.
0: Well, so they're not there. they're not there yet.
1: They're well, he, well Paul dives in. They basically no, he gives Paul
0: Paul has this crazy idea. He's like, "Okay. So, can you count to 100? Are you that smart?" And she's like, "I think so." He's like, "Cool, cuz that's how long I can breathe underwater." Grabs a tow line, ties it around himself, dives in the water. There's actually a couple shots where it's not really the same actor because it's the yeah. other actor that got fired. <laughs> they had some swimming underwater of him, and he swims through basically to pollute the water while she's slowly counting to a hundred. Originally, it was going to be three hundred, right? To three hundred, yeah, yeah, but it was like not realistic. No, yeah, a so hundred seconds is not that, that long.
1: Yeah, 300? I think
0: I could. I don't I think I could do three hundred.
1: Three uh, hundred, uh,
0: maybe. I mean, a hundred seconds is That's only a little, a little over a, min- over a minute. Well, it's a minute and a half, a minute 40. When we started doing this movie and I was thinking about it, I thought he said five minutes from, like, you know, my crazy memory. And I was that, like, damn, that's a long ass time.
1: That is a long ass time. He goes in and he's having trouble with, with the valve. And of course, The valve's
0: to dump the pollution into the river. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is like a, an escape valve. It's like, hey, in case we decide, fuck the shit, let's just poison the river. Yeah. So at 64 seconds. Or sixty four of her count. That's when the piranha the piranha arrive and just start nibbling.
1: Mm. So he's trying to pull the like thing. He's
0: a, he's a fucking cheese plate. <laughs> <laughs> he's an dwarven at a fucking party.
1: He's turning the thing. He's getting like eaten alive. And then she hits a hundred, and then she guns the boat.
0: Yeah, he's towed out.
1: Right, and I believe like didn't they like they bit the like the rope like the rope broke.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So. 100 seconds, it pulls him out. So obviously the rope wasn't broken then. Right. But then Maggie pulls the, the line out and it's bit. And she's like, oh, no, he's dead. And then he sticks <laughs> his bloody hand out. It's like, right. oh, my God, Paul!" Now, I want to know what kind of dumbass plan this was. Obviously, they want to stop the piranha from getting to the ocean. But the government tried polluting the fish and it didn't work. So why did we think that polluting the fish would work now? <laughs> I don't know. They're just. I mean. I mean. Best case scenario, the piranha are just running up and down Lost River forever? Sure. Maybe. Okay. I guess that's
1: that's not bad. So, so like, Susie's looking for her father. You know, oh, I love.
0: I love this. They have. They have like the news. It's, it's like terror, horror, death. Film at eleven. <laughs>
1: But yeah, she's looking like terrified and scared. There's like bodies everywhere, and finally, how did like, she
0: get from the camp to to the yeah, arena? I I don't I, I have no clue, I have no idea. I was wondering why the hell she was there.
1: And then she finds her father, and then it, the movie kind of finishes.
0: Well, no, 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 well, no, no. no, no, no. This, I, there were a couple funny part, parts here. So Buck is heated. Obviously, he's out. His career is over. Yeah. And he's just yelling at the cameras like, "What the hell are you filming? What the hell are you filming?" And uh, Paul is just fucked up, and his daughter has the canteen, gives it to Maggie, and Maggie starts feeding him <laughs> the whiskey or whatever whatever was in the canteen. He's like, just take a little sip, take <laughs> a little sip, and he's just like, oh, "I and, loved that."
1: And then Doctor Mengers is like getting interviewed. About this like whole thing, and she's just like, "Yes, we are going to investigate.
0: There's nothing left to fear, and then you just see Z- the shitty and evil grin, yeah, she's kind of got like this crazy smirk. you hear the piranha noise, <laughs> and then end title, yes, yeah, so I mean this movie was was fun as hell, dude. There, there's some crazy behind the scenes shit like they didn't have permits for a lot of things they ended up like like they're in Texas they're in the backyard of this like random dude and they got a shotgun pulled on them real fun stuff if you have time check out the behind the scenes things there's there's some really cool um, footage of how they did some of the effects yeah fun I love this movie
1: it was fun i I definitely enjoyed it
0: I'm glad you finally saw it. Did you, did you ever see the uh, the remake? I haven't seen the remake yet. And I'm not talking about the 90s one. Was that the Was 2010? I, in 3D. And I got to see it in the theater in 3D. And I don't know why they call it a remake. Because it has nothing to do with <laughs> with, with this movie. So Lost River is there's not a river. It's a lake. It's like spring break on a lake. And there's like an earthquake. Richard Dreyfuss... Has a cameo, and Piranha just start eating Spring Breakers. <laughs> they say it's a remake just because it's called Piranha, but the two movies have nothing to do with each other, and it's just super fun. Yeah, super fun. I really like that one too, but like not as much as as this one. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. No, this how many one, brains this one, you giving it, this bro? W-
1: this one was great. So I'm gonna go four brains Eight. for this one. Ten. I'm going for brains. It was fun. There were great characters. Just good, wholesome, fish-eating fun. <laughs> I enjoyed Fish it.
0: Fun. Yeah. So, so some of like the massacre sequences were like super awesome. A lot of great effects. Yeah, the effects like, were the, great. The movie score was really good. Yeah. You wouldn't even know it was a Jaws ripoff if you didn't know. It came out around the same time. Right. Super fun. I'm going three and a half brains. Okay. I'm stingy with my brains. brains. I've 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 come to learn that. <laughs> you can't just brains. brain everybody,
1: Jeremy. I'm generous with brains. my brains.
0: Horror babe of the month. Carla. Gugino. Yes. Did I say that right? Gugino? That's how I say it. Carla. Gugino she's been in a lot of stuff been in a lot of stuff so didn't even know I had a crush on her way back before Saved by the Bell was still Good Morning Miss Bliss she played Zach's love interest really yeah horrible 80s haircut but still. how did I not catch this
1: apparently I did not do enough research
0: I mean, all you had to do was check out Wikipedia to see that she was also in ALF, she was in Quantum Leap, she was on Californication. I love Quantum Leap. She's been in Sin City, Snake Eyes, she was on, in -in Son-in-Law, that's where I really, like, realized, I was like, oh, you know, and, like, you know, Paulie Shore doing that whole, like, weird thing. (laughs) What Um, what the hell was this thing? He was like... (sighs) I don't know. Nobody can see me doing the finger thing, but like he he did a noise with it too. You know? Saw... No, she
1: was, and she was recently in um, Haunting of Hill House. Also, she played and in, Bly, Bly, Man- Bly, Manor. Bly Manor. Well, she was like the narrator in that, I think.
0: Ah, but yeah, she was, she was the storyteller. She was the the milf in Hill House. Yep. She was also in Wayward Pines, which was a really good. That was I, I...
1: an amazing show.
0: I only watched the first season.
1: The second season was so much better. Really? It was. I, I, I really was, enjoyed it.
0: I was really enjoying the whole not knowing if it was, um, like him being fucked up in the head, or like what was going on. I, I like the mystery of it, and then once the mystery was kind of revealed.
1: Yeah, uh, but they they got deeper. Like they got deeper into it, and they kind of like showed like what happened and like by the end of the second season you're like okay like i like this is cool like all right i like where this is going and then they just stopped it.
0: Hmm. I I, I
1: really liked season 2.
0: Oh, maybe I'll I'll uh, revisit that because i was like super into the first season. She's also been in The Unborn, Rise, Bloodhunter. Oh, like, that shit's cool. Um really really cool adaptation of a Stephen King story Gerald's game yeah I love that book and that's like one of the books that people are like oh well if you want to like get into Stephen King what should what should I read and I always say Gerald's game it's like a little over 200 pages it's it's not like a like a huge like crazy like thousand page tome that he usually does yeah um, but it's like all mental stuff. I mean a lot of his stuff is mental. That's why it doesn't really work in movies and TV shows and miniseries and all the shit that people try to do. But I really liked this version and yeah man, she's just handcuffed to a bed. Sweet. Yeah, that's all I got for that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We finally, we picked up our copies of uh, Sacrilege to go back to our like our, our, our most previous episode. Very happy with the movie.
0: Yes, I was Loved not it. disappointed. Like, I was not. Either. i obviously been hyped for a year for it. Yeah. And I was not disappointed. Like, that movie was fun as fuck.
1: It, it was. And then, you know, you had pointed out some of the imdb review or it was yeah the imdb reviews and I'm, i was reading those i'm like dude like these are brutal
0: yeah i mean no matter what you do people are gonna hate no i don't shit i mean and I, f- I i feel like sometimes i'm reading these reviews i'm like did people watch the same movie i watched like there are like i type in sacrilege but i make a point to put in twenty twenty. Yeah. Because there's other movies called Sacrilege. Right. So like did you watch another one?
1: But I'm 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 learning I mean I've I've known this I guess, but like more recently, there's like two types of like horror fans. There's like like us who can be like critical of movies or and just watch them for what they are. And we can criticize them, but still find like the positives in in things. But then there's like other ones that are like, like comic book guy, who's just like, this movie was impossible. Like there's no way this could have happened.
0: Like, yeah, the effects were terrible. Worst sacrilege ever. <laughs> I'm, like just, just
1: come on! It's a fucking movie.
0: Yeah, people. I feel like. People are so butthurt about, like, their own lives that they just want to, like, shit on everything.
1: Yeah. Or, like, everyone's I mean, an Hey, that's your I mean, hey, that's whatever. your thing. Yeah. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. I guess be so. you.
1: But, like, I see this on, like, social media, too, where, where like, somebody will I post mean, a man, fuck question about... Media. Yeah. But, like, they'll post a question about a movie. They're like, hey, I just watched this movie. Like, you know, what did you all think? And then... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. It's really what it is. There's I love it.
0: Like, like, you see someone, they're like, hey, you know what? I love this thing. And then someone else goes, that thing is the, the, the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You're, you're, uh, I almost said a bad word. <laughs> but yeah, it's just vitriol. Yeah. No, it's, Venom just spit everywhere. It's it's People awful. are horrible. Fan feedback. Talking about Piranha. Yeah. Horror producer Mark Kenna. Speaking um, of sacrilege, sacrilege yep. talking about Piranha, he said, loved it. Scared me to death as a kid. Fish emoji. Nice. Didn't get a lot of uh, no feedback, even though you fished for some feedback yeah. on this one. I
1: even tried the dad joke.
0: Oh, yeah. Your we, dad jokes were just very bad.
1: We were going to tackle the movie.
0: I get it. Tackle box. It's,
1: yeah.
0: That's a joke. It was a dad joke. I even hashtag dad joke. <laughs> this motherfucker hashtag is desperately hashtag. <laughs> hey, uh, so like seriously though, um, I today I learned that a school of piranha can devour the flesh off of a human child in a minute. and then I got fired from the aquarium. <laughs>
1: I saw that I'm like oh my god
0: <laughs> so stupid <laughs> But I
1: gave you my high fidelity John Cusack gif
0: which is cool I like I really like that movie too
1: <laughs> it's a fantastic movie I feel like it's very underrated yeah no, nah, I think
0: that's, that's about it, it. Uh, I would say let's end on, uh, end on the high note but like we dropped we, we dropped we drop that note down yeah and then
1: So you can you can check us out. We are on Instagram, Fans of the Dead One. We're on Spotify, we are all... iTunes.
0: <laughs> We're also on marijuana. Not yet. <laughs> uh follow us on Twitter, Fans of the Dead One. Check us out on YouTube, Fans of the Dead. We got a lot of good shit. We're actually gonna have a uh, recipe or t- Two recipes from this episode up there. It's a pretty funny one. Making Jeremy eat piranha. Yeah. Doing the grogan.
1: We also have a website now. Yeah. www.fansofthedead.com. Whoa. You can get all of our episodes. Um, we will post our recipes up there if anyone is interested in them. I'm interested. Also, we just uh signed up for buy me a coffee,
0: which I think should be buy me a beer. Yeah. Buy us beer. If you guys buy us beer, you know what? We're going to continue to do this. Absolutely. Like this is super fun. We do have to spend money to do it though. So we like do. If you like this shit, help us. Yeah, out. Let us kn- let just let us know you like it. That's all. And you know little what? Fee- little feedback. Fans of the Dead podcast at gmail.com just let us know that that you're out there. Exactly. We're not just screaming into the void.
1: Scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. We'll we'll do something special for you.
0: I'm not scratching anybody's back. Why not? Well, sometimes I up, like I, I can't gotta go upstairs and rub Jenna's back
1: right. now. See, like sometimes I can't reach like that spot. I need somebody to like scratch it.
0: You need to get you like a vibrating chair or something, you fucking weirdo. Anyway, have fun. (laughs) Be safe. Peace.